Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Burden of Command podcast. Uh, today, I got a really special guest, Mr. Dallas Bay of Scarlet Mass. Uh, Dallas is a man who's out there getting things done, so you're going to hear some background noise uh, throughout this, but uh, you know, kind of cut through that and listen to what he's got to say. Uh, Dallas, he's a 24-year-old online health coach, graduated from Rutgers back in 2018 with an exercise science degree. Uh, he's worked as a personal trainer and strength coach for a few years. Uh, Dallas has an extensive powerlifting background. Uh, he's placed second in the world for his age and weight class in 2017, and and I just got to list off some of these numbers because this is uh, pretty impressive here. 512-pound squat, 358-pound bench, 596-pound deadlift. Uh, I mean, th- those are some nice numbers there. He- he's definitely a go-getter. Uh, but now he really works with high performers, people like you, my audience, to help them achieve uh, the body of their dreams and become the best versions of themselves and see success in their organizations while they're doing it. Dallas, brother, thanks for joining us today. Earl, appreciate the intro. Thank you for having me. I see, see you even doing your research too. I didn't I didn't tell you about those numbers. We never discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> I see you went and found that on the website or something. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate I did, it, bro. I did. Yeah, no, not a problem. Now, so... Okay, so so I gotta let, let's just talk about those numbers for one quick second before we get into it, because you know just on the videos and stuff. I mean, you 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 look like a big guy, but not like big as far as like <laughs> tall. How much do you weigh? Man, uh, right now I'm pushing like uh, one sixty five, one sixty six. Those numbers were kind of when I was like in a, a lower weight class, so one forty five. But now I'm like about twenty pounds heavier. And I'm trying to fill out the next weight class because. I don't know if any guys out there wrestled, but you know those water cuts really suck. So I'm not trying to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you did those weights at 145. So yeah. I mean, I mean that's impressive. That's that's just shy of a three times squat, which is uh, th- that's good stuff. So thanks, you know, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that. So all right. So enough with with, with the numbers there. I'm going to start yeah. you off where I start everybody off. The term burden of command or burden of leadership, what does that mean to you? Well, first off, I'm going to start by saying I'm an Eagles fan. So I think anybody out there who's an Eagles fan may understand this phrase, Carson Wentz right now. So when you're the quarterback of an offense, quarterback of a team, you're going to be the leader. And, you know, when you win, it's great. Everyone loves you. But when you lose, everything's your fault, whether it's really your fault or not. 
you have to take the responsibility regardless whether or not it's your fault, whether or not it is your fault. So in this case, man, we coming off that Super Bowl year back in 2017. You know, fast forward a couple years, he's getting a lot of, a lot of, a lot of heckling from the fans and commentators, even though he's doing his job. So to me, that's what burden of command means: taking responsibility when things aren't going your way, even if it's not your fault. Just taking full responsibility for the operation as the leader, as the the four, four under pretty much. Yeah, no, I, I I like that, and you know I had to grunt just a little bit there when you said you're an Eagles fan because oh, uh, unfortunately, and I say that <laughs> I'm a lifelong Redskins fan. I've been a Redskins. <laughs> but, you like that yesterday, huh? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, so, you like that catch. <laughs> I just I I remember I'm old enough to remember back when the Redskins were still good. So uh, I remember <laughs> two of our three <laughs> Super Bowls. So uh, yeah, so. Yeah, four years. Uh, that was what eighty nine, and then again in ninety one, ninety two. So yeah, you were, yeah, you weren't even born yet. So, man, I do remember. Uh, I do remember the Clinton Porter days back when that division was really good. Back when oh yeah, good, back when you guys were pretty good. Hey, yeah, yeah, a little roster back then, but nah, yeah, Port- I know it's not the same. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no Portis. We we beat that poor dude up. I mean, just the number of carries we put on his shoulders was. No, it was atrocious. But, no, I mean, you know, I, I say that jokingly. I mean, the only team in that yeah. division that really hates the Cowboys. I'm contractually obligated to hate the Cowboys. So. <laughs> we have that in common, Eric. That's fine. That's fine with me, man. <laughs> there you Long go. <laughs> so, uh, you know, kind of tying us back, we went down a little bit of rabbit, <clears throat> a little bit of rabbit hole there. And, and before I go any further, let my listeners know, I live in Indiana. We got hit with snow. My voice is a little shot from shoveling, so if you hear me crack a little bit, that's what that's all about. But anyway, let's tie it back in. So so performance seems to be something that's been a big part of your life, especially in sports and, and lifting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so how did you get into tying that type of performance into like performance in, in you know, for entrepreneurs and, and leaders? That's a great question. Earl. Well, first it started with, me not being as good as I wanted to be in sports growing up. So in high school, uh, I was about 70 pounds. So, and I wanted to play football. Like, my dreams go to the NFL. And, you know, I was – I worked hard. I loved being in the weight room, and I loved training. I loved performance training for the sport. But then I realized I liked the performance training more than the sport itself. So once I committed to my own personal transformation, putting on a ton of weight and switching my focus to powerlifting and working with athletes, I saw a lot of the similar mindsets pop up, like everyone just wanting to get to the next level. And I love being surrounded by that. So to answer your question, the way I got from dealing with athletes to dealing with more high performers and business and entrepreneurs and just even just your everyday nine to fivers, like it, it was, I saw what the transformation within myself did for my life and I wanted to help them apply that to theirs as well. It just gave me a lot more confidence, a lot more focus, higher self-esteem in general. I felt like I was able to make a better impact on the world and I want to help others do the same. That's what it really came down to, man. Mm, no, I like not that. Just, uh, not just competition for revenue goals and sport, but just, just being a better person and just being your best self. That's really what it's about for me, man. Yeah, no, no, I like that. I like that. And, and so I, I would imagine, if I'm looking at my little crystal ball here, the number one objection you get is, you know, man, I'm out here trying to crush it. I don't got time for that. How do you overcome that? (laughs) Well, I can't convince some, that's a great question. Actually, that's still something I'm working on. It's, um, I can't convince people to make it a priority. I, you know how I deal with that. I I typically deal with it 
before it gets to that point. I deal with it in my content. You know, I talk about, I provide solutions for not having the time in my content. And I do that like on a weekly basis. Like time is probably the number one thing I talk about on my page. So if you're reading my content and you opt in and you're like, hey, I need help. You probably heard, you've probably seen that objection dealt with before in the content before we even have a conversation. And then the other thing is I, I give people the opportunity to opt out with the, with the way my process is set up. So I'll typically have a conversation with them, see if I see if we click and get along. Then we'll hop on a short call, you know, just to get a general feel for their situation. And then from there, I'll give them action items and homework, and then we'll hop on a longer call to really dive into their situation before we even consider working together. So pretty much the not having the time thing, that most of the time that weeds itself out before it even gets to that point. Because they either won't do the homework, or they won't be compliant, or they won't be responding, or, or you know, they just realize, hey, like I'm not that serious. Sir. And then by the time we get to the end, those are the serious individuals. So it doesn't come up that much in the end, but all the way leading up to that last moment of the call where we decide we're going to work together, that's typically where it comes up. Yeah, no, and, and that's a good approach. You know, I mean, there's uh, doing what I do, uh, doing the, the leadership coaching and training, we run into the same thing, and um, and there's a. Uh, there's a famous quote by Henry Ford where uh, he's he's having a discussion with one of his uh, uh, one of his C-suite folks, and, and the discussion is about training. And somebody asks him, says, "Well, what happens? What happens if we train them and they leave?" And he says, "Well, what happens if we don't train them and they stay?" And 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 it's kind of the same thing here with this. It's like, sure, you can. You, what happens if I spend all this time and and I don't see any results in in the business? Well. Yeah, but you're going to see results in your personal life, like what you were saying, and, and those are going to translate right. over. So, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. There, there's there's no there's no losing by, by following your method. Yeah, that, because because let's be real, man. Like people don't want the weight loss; they want what comes with it. They want the heightened focus at work. They want the performance benefits. They want better relationships. It's not the weight loss. Like people come in with a twenty pound goal. They only lose fifteen, and they're not they're not upset about it, you know, because everything else is going the way they want it to. So, yeah. So to apply to apply it to what you do, it's like people may not hit the exact revenue goal, but there are improvements, and they feel more confident in their business, and that's and they feel like better leaders overall. That's what we want, right? Yeah. Well, and you hit on the yeah. things there, like the the more energy you feel right. better, and and you know, part of the time thing is is uh, and, and again, it's, I think this is kind of a one to one is is sleep. People are are vastly Underrested uh, in today's society, and, and when you get better quality of sleep, you kind of need less of it, which frees up time in its own right. Oh yeah, I love that one. Oh, I don't have time to sleep. I'm always on the grind. I'm like, dude, I don't have time not to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like because you're just going to improve the quality of your work so much, you're not going to have to work as much. Oh. So. you know, and and uh, the other thing is, is so there's. Uh, <laughs> Much, much more popular podcast than mine called the Jocko Podcast. But uh, uh, the one thing that me and Jocko do have in common is we're early risers. So, you know, the the time thing, uh, that I always tell people that's where I keep my time. My spare time is at 4 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so it, it's out there. You, you, all, you all can find the time for this if you just yeah. look. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the early, yeah, I, lo- I love the, the concept of just being an early riser because there's typically less distractions at 4 a.m. than there would be at midnight. 1 a.m., right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, kind of a free shout-out here. I go to a place in Avon, Indiana called uh, uh, Me Fitness, and uh, they're a 24-hour gym. 
And uh, there's a vast difference between the number of bodies that are in there at 4 a.m. versus 4 p.m. Uh, oh, yeah. At 4 a.m., it's essentially a private gym. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. I remember you telling me about that when we first connected. I'm like, dang, this dude gets up. You're like, yeah, my free time is 4 a.m. I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> yeah. taking notes from you. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, no, so let's talk about your your content there for a second because uh, you know that was kind of how we met. I, I stumbled on your content, we hooked up, and uh, mm-hmm. you do you put out a lot of great content. You just uh, you just finished up this uh, uh, I don't know what you call it the the 30 day challenge there where you put out a piece of content every day. Uh, how, how did that process go for for you? Mm-hmm. And what kind of response did you see out of it? Um, great question. So how did it go for me? It was it didn't go as planned, but I also didn't necessarily have a plan when I went in. I guess that was kind of the point. Like I didn't I, I fall into this perfectionist mindset as a creator sometimes. I'm like, oh, if this post doesn't come out the way that I want it to, I don't want to post it. Or I only want people to see me at my best. Or I only want this I only want my message to come across a certain way. And it's like, that would keep me from putting out a lot of content. Like I have a lot of things on my Google drive that are just unfinished posts because I never fully committed to it. So this, the whole point of this was like, Hey, let me just commit to 30 days. I don't know what I'm going to talk about every single day. And it, it was like uh, training a muscle. Like I got better at talking on video. I got better at improvising content. You know, like there were days I didn't know what I was going to talk about until 20 minutes before. And then I just came up with something real quick. So that, that definitely helped. And then as far as the response, I think people like seeing the consistency. People like that there was an end goal in sight. Like people like saying, oh, 21 out of 30. That means he's committed to this process. And it's like, I can't tell my audience to be disciplined and consistent if I'm not going to demonstrate that. So that was the big thing. And then, yeah, a few people tuned in like most days and they, they enjoyed some of the content. So I think the, I think the response was about what I wanted. It was pretty good. Good, good, good. Yeah. So one of the pieces that you did, and I think it was your, your 29th video, uh, let, let's talk about this because I think this is really good for uh, for the folks who be listening to this. Uh, you, you called it the four pillars of sustainable eating, uh, and, and your first pillar. Uh, let, let's go through these real quick here, one by one. Uh, your first pillar was must be co- uh, congruent with your goals. Unpack that yeah. a little bit. <laughs> This is a great question, bro. Yeah, people just because I feel like people think they're eating for well, this is there's like two elements in this goal specifically for the high performer. So when I say must be in alignment with your goals, it means if your if your goals are weight loss, then you need to be eating for weight loss. So as simple as that sounds, people don't necessarily know what that means. So you take most people who just do the keto diet. It's like they think that they're doing the keto diet because they want to lose weight, right? They figure, hey, let me cut out an entire group of foods, carbs, because everyone thinks carbs make you fat. And inherently, they, they think that's what's going to get them to their weight loss. But in actuality, it's not the it's not the ketosis that's getting them to the weight loss. It's not cutting out the carbs. It's being in a caloric deficit. So there's going to be times where people are in a, a ketogenic diet and they actually end up eating more calories than they need to, to lose weight. And as a result, they either maintain or gain weight. So if you're doing keto with the purpose of weight loss and you're eating more calories than you, uh, you're consuming more calories than you burn, then that's incongruent with your goals and you've got to slash calories somewhere. So that's kind of what I mean when I say must be in alignment with your goals. And then the other thing, the second part of that, which in addition to like most people's goals and you know, building muscle and losing weight, the other one is the performance aspect which kind of ties into the second part, I guess you could say. 
which is uh, it must provide you with energy. Mm-hmm. If your goal, your goal isn't only weight loss. Your goal is to feel more focused at work. So there's times when you're going to be eating for weight loss, and a lot of people do this, and this is the mistake they make, which is why they can't keep the weight off. They'll eat for weight loss, but they're drained and they're tired all day, and it's because they're not doing it properly. They're not doing it in a way that provides them with energy. And that's why I think a lot of these bad diets have flaws. But that's kind of my whole tangent on must be in alignment with your goals, man. Well, yeah, and I'm glad you hit that one there because, you know, you, you mentioned the, the energy thing. And, and, you know, carbs are a great source of energy, the right carbs at the right time, right? Well, yes, yeah. Uh, okay, so you, you hit number two, must provide energy, and, and that's key. We talked, about, we talked about sleep and stuff earlier, but energy even throughout the day. You don't want those crashes and, and spikes. You kind of want steady energy. Um, must make sense with the schedule. Uh, now this one was one listening to you talk. Uh, this was one that I, I wish that I had heard back when I was your age, because back when I was your age, I was in the Marines and, you know, I, w- I had all these people telling me, you know, oh, you know, cause I was kind of into bodybuilding back then. It's like, if you want to be, you know, yeah. this was back in the flex Wheeler, very early Ronnie yeah. Coleman That's days. And, and yeah, it was like, oh, you need to eat six times a day. They need to be spaced uh-huh. out and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, in, in my profession at the time, being a Marine, you know, I'm out doing this, that, and the other out in the field or whatever, maybe hammer an MRE and then one big meal in the evening. And I always felt like, man, uh, I'm not getting oh, my six meals in. I'm that? failing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, don't feel bad, man. Yeah, but yeah, so you understand that now, but right, right. Yeah. Oh, so you want me to explain that? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. what is so? When you say it makes sense with your schedule, uh, are, are you saying there's no one right way to eat, or what are you saying? Absolutely, man. So, yes, yes. Nutrient timing matters when you're looking to opti- optimize uh, optimize your, your nutrients so that you can improve your performance. But it's not the most important thing. Like, if you're prioritizing your meal frequency over the amount of calories that you're eating, then you have an issue. So, the, like, these things, these goals are in order, in my opinion. Like, must be in alignment with your goals, must provide you with energy. Number three is schedule. Number four is dynamic. Like, the, working with your schedule, realistically, yeah, five five meals is great for your metabolism. Five, six meals a day, but most people can't do that. Who's going to prep out that many meals? And who's going to cook that many times a day and think of that much variety? And who's going to even stop what they're doing to eat that many times a day? Like, man, for, yeah, when you get to that level and you're a bodybuilder, these things matter. But most people aren't, aren't there. Most people just want to lose a little weight and feel better about themselves. And they're going from doing nothing to doing something. Like, you'll see a big, I would say, like, little hinges swing big doors. So even if you're eating two meals a day, if you're in a caloric deficit and you're in alignment with your goals and it provides with energy, it's perfectly fine. So most people aren't going to be able to eat six meals a day. So I, I say for the beginner, just eat with your schedule. So if you can eat two meals a day to get your goals, and do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, and I like what you said in that that video. You said if you're because you know a lot of people they, they see that and they sit there like, oh, you you said who's going to do the meal prep? Well, they they're they're all freaking gung ho, fired up. They're going to spend all day Sunday and they've got all their meals prepped for the week. But you you said in your video. If you can't see yourself doing this diet in a year, then you're on the wrong diet. And I think that that that, w- that stuck with me because you're right. Like some people are going to start this and they will do it for the first week, two weeks. Yeah. But then it's like, ah, forget that. And then they're going back to hammering down Big Macs and stuff. 
yeah, it's it's such yeah, it's so all or nothing. It's so black and white. I, I, my goal, one of my biggest goals for all, all my content is to get people to understand that there's a lot of gray areas and all this stuff, and just do the simple things right and follow the principles instead of this method, that method, and this this technique and that technique. Like six meals a day isn't weight loss. Six meals a day is a tool that you can use to get the weight loss. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, like like everyone thinks they need a meal plan because that's what somebody told them. That's what their ex trainer told them, and that's what they read online. That's just not the case. Yeah. And then your your last pillar on this was must be dynamic. Uh, what what do you mean by dynamic? Okay, great great question. So yeah, Earl, I think dynamic. This I think this last part really is specific to high performers because a lot of these guys, they're not going to be able to stick to a meal plan. They have dynamic lives. You know, some days you're working eight hours. Some days you're working 13. Some days Mm. you have to go out to eat with your family because, you know, you don't live in a box. You're not a bodybuilder. You're not isolating yourself. Sometimes you have to, some of my real estate guys, they like, they have to go out with clients to close deals. Right. Eat and go to happy hours. Sometimes you have social events. Sometimes you have to travel to work conferences. So with that being said, by dynamic, I mean, you're not going to be able to stick to the same meal plan and same structure every single day. It must be fluid. It must be dynamic. It must be dynamic because you're dynamic. Your lifestyle is dynamic. So when I say that, I mean, to provide a little more context, I mean, you need to be able to make decisions on the fly. Like Earl, if you, you had a, had a meal structure, if you had a calorie goal or something to stick to, and then you had to travel to a work conference for a week, you need to know how to eat at these restaurants in a way that doesn't sabotage your goals, those first three goals that we spoke about. So you need to learn how to make smart decisions at restaurants. You need to learn how to uh, look for quick options when you're out, when you're traveling, and just things like that. And that's ultimately that comes from understanding the principles and not techniques and methods because there's a lot of blank space when you just look at this method, that method. It's all about understanding the principles and the concepts that, the underlying principles and concepts that make these things work. That's what I mean by dynamic. See, and and that's where, you know, I wish we had met back back when I was in my early 20s because, you know, I've talked about it on this podcast before and and some of the other podcasts I've been interviewed on, but, you know, my my career in the Marines was kind of cut short uh, by the by the anthrax vaccine, and I and I went from being kind of a, a gym rat. I was uh, I'm, I'm five nine at my at my best shape. I was uh, five nine, weighed just over two hundred twenty pounds, and was coming in at about twelve to fourteen percent body fat. You could have played some running back. You could have been there, Clint Portis. The the <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, and, and uh, the anthrax shots hit, and basically how they hit me was whenever my uh, heart rate would hit a certain level. Uh, it would trigger a drop in blood pressure, and I'd pass out. And so uh, the Marines, the, the docs, put me on. Uh, we, we joke, we called it no breathing shit, which meant I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go to the gym anymore. I couldn't run, couldn't go to the rifle range. And, and this dynamic part was where I screwed up because I went, I, I was still eating like I was going to the gym and putting in two or three hours a day and burning through three, four, five, six thousand calories. Right. Right, but right. I wasn't burning through the three, four. So you know, my 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 body weight ballooned uh, pretty quick, and and uh, that that technically that's actually what ended up being the reason I was uh, I was separated because uh, body weight standards uh, wow. while I was going through that's the medical boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love that second component you brought in the dynamic. Like it must be able to change as your metabolism changes, like and as your activity level changes, because people think. They're going to stay on the same amount of calories for the rest of their life because that's why they're, how they're losing weight now. But yeah. eventually, 
as you know, based on your activity level, your muscle mass, age, all these different factors, your body's going to adapt to that metabolism. So eventually you've got to go one way or the other. <laughs> and if you go too low, then you're going to go up or you know, vice versa. But <laughs> it's it has to be dynamic. So that means you have to be able to make those adjustments to get to your goals so that you still fit those first three goals. So... My, my listeners here, you know, again, they're, they're usually uh, in some type of leadership role, whether it's entrepreneur, CEO, what have you. Um, if, if, if you had one piece of advice for them as to why paying attention to their, uh, their fitness, uh, both nutrition and, and, and physical fitness, uh, how does that make them a better leader, a better entrepreneur? Uh, what would it be? Oh, um, this is it's just going to come down to congruency. You know, I, I don't know a single leader that exists that's not telling their team to be more focused, to be more active, to be go-getters, to be more ambitious, to be better, just to be more. And you can't do that if you're sitting up there and you're not doing the same things. And one of my favorite like concepts that I talk about is that confidence comes from this sense of absolute integrity within yourself, you know, just following through on the commitments, not that you make the others necessarily, but the ones that you make to yourself. So for example, Earl, if you say your health and fitness is important to you and you're not doing the things that are congruent with that, then you no longer feel solidified in your own identity and you're going to feel insecure as a leader. So as a result, how can you sit there and tell your staff to do a certain thing or your clients to do a certain thing if you're not doing it? So that, and that's, that's how I see it. So that's why I'm like, man, if you say this is important to you, just go after it and go get it. Start somewhere, start small. You don't have to win the Olympia. <laughs> you don't have to be like my man, 5'9", 220, 12% body fat. You don't got to <laughs> just do something. But it's going to make you a better leader because you're congruent with yourself and your identity. And you're solidified in your identity. So now you can't feel like a hypocrite when you're standing up there telling your staff to be more productive because you're doing all the right things to put you in that position. Yeah, no, and, and I like that answer. I mean, that... That ties into, um, you know, one of the shields that, that, that we teach about, uh, you know, taking care of your team. And, and uh, you know, what, what Dallas is saying right there is it's so true. And, and, you know, a lot of times we look at taking care of our team as, you know, giving them a place to work, having a safe environment. But, uh, you know, I, I can see this working out uh, in this context, that literally working out, uh, you know, Working with Dallas, working with uh, Scarlet Mass, and and coming up with some kind of program that that you can implement with yourself and your team, and and get everybody on the health kick because you know we we know all the benefits about uh, you know lowering health insurance costs, cutting the bottom line that way. Uh, you know there, there's a lot that you could gain by by working with uh, somebody uh, in this space like Dallas. So uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, I so. Um, you know, as, as you're getting this thing, because uh, because Scarlet Mass it's itself, uh, you're still relatively young as far as a business, right? Yeah, it's been, I think it's been it's almost been two years, maybe a year and a half. I want to say yeah, June 2018 when we launched. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah, it's not even ago. quite two years. So, so what what are the plans? Like if you if you're looking. Three five year three to five years down the road, what are you doing and, and how are you doing it? Um, I definitely want to get to a point where I can hire an assistant, hire an assistant coach, so I can just focus, or hire an assistant coach and maybe someone to do like sales stuff, so I can just focus on putting out free content because that's something I enjoy doing and just coaching 
a group of individuals intimately. And that's that's really why I want to do it, because I want to be able to impact more people. I don't want finances to hold me back from being able to impact more people. Like, oh, I'm not having enough time to put out free content or be in Facebook groups because I have to work so hard to build a business now. Like, I want to get to a point where that's not an issue and I can give freely and go on other go on other um, avenues, YouTube, be more on Instagram, things like that. So that's okay. my ultimate goal. And then even just putting out more content on the website because <laughs> I'm at a point right now where it's like I can't do everything. So I got to focus well on what's most important. And then once I can, it's a position where we can hire people to do certain things. We can focus back on the creation aspect because that was our original goal. We just want to like be able to put out help for contact with people as well as coach. Yeah, good, good. No, and again, I'm going to get, because uh, I want to get all of your social media channels you're, you're using there. You know, obviously we're connected on Facebook, but uh, I want to get those linked in the in the show notes so people can find you and, and, and be aware of what you're doing. Because yeah, I really do like, like I said, I really do like what you're doing. And I, I strongly encourage everybody, follow this guy on Facebook. I mean, the, the Facebook live sessions that you've been doing, extremely, extremely valuable. I mean... Hell, if anything, uh, I, I love your drive. I love what you want to do. But if anything, you, you might be giving away too much for free, my man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so, so everybody get on board while while, uh, while he's just giving this away because this is some valuable stuff. Very valuable <laughs> stuff. Yeah, now I got to stop posting, man. Y'all, gonna, I don't, y'all not going to need me anymore. <laughs> hey. Uh, well, no, but that's a good problem to have, right? Because then you, yeah. you, you come up with new stuff, and, and once you get established – uh, you know, people are going to come. You, you got a good personality. Uh, you know, again, when you see this dude working out, you, you can see you know, what he just said about like kind of showing away and, and, and living the results. You know, dude's ripped, chiseled, whatever uh, daggone words you want to use to describe this guy. He, he, he shows that what he does and what he says works in his content. And, and uh, are, you, are you still competing in powerlifting? Yeah, man. Actually, uh, dealing with the shoulder injury that I'm rehabbing from, but my next meet is the Arnold in March. So that okay. should be fun. Yeah. So I have a good comeback meet kind of thing. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, I, I've, I, I follow powerlifting a little bit, you know, like the world's strongest man types, because that's always been kind of more my physique is uh, the, the, the big, bulky, fat, powerful guy instead of the lean, mean, powerful guy like you there. Uh, <laughs> Different so. weight classes, man. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, man. So, so you know, keep it up. Uh, you know, as we look to, uh, we're hitting about that thirty-minute mark here. Uh, as we look to kind of rest, uh, work towards wrapping things up, uh, is there is there anything we didn't get a chance to touch on that uh, uh, that that you'd like to to share with the audience now? Um. Actually, no. <laughs> honestly, Earl, you asked some great questions today. I can tell you did a lot of research, and you know, you just just ask the right question so I didn't feel like I had to over explain anything. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, brother. I really <laughs> do host, and yeah. uh yeah, so so like I said, hit me with all your social media stuff. I want to make sure we get that posted there cuz I want you to uh, I want to help you blow this thing up as much as I can. And uh, I appreciate that. Listeners, when you when you're listening to this, uh catch up with Dallas on on social media. Uh follow his videos, comment, ask the questions. He's he's a wealth of knowledge as hopefully you found out here. Um if you like this podcast, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any comments for me, burden.command at gmail.com. Just hit me up at burden.command at gmail.com. Dallas, have you got an email address they can hit you at? Uh, yes. Email address would be 
Dallas Bay dot Scarlet Mass at Gmail dot com. So D A L L A S B E Y dot S C A R L E T M A S S at Gmail dot com. I know that's a lot to spell, but (laughs) you get it right. (laughs) No, not email, man. (laughs) Not a problem. I'll uh, I'll have that in the show notes, so they they should just have to click it and be able to to reach you. So we'll. I like to make it Mickey Mouse style for my listeners here. Oh, yeah. Come on. Keep yep. it easy. <laughs> All so, right. Social media. Social media, too? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, Facebook is just Dallas Bay. Same spelling. Instagram is Beige Boy Bay. So beige as in the color of your your, your bedroom, probably. Your <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay. Good deal. So, so that's where you're at. You're, you're Facebook, Instagram, right now. Yeah, yeah, mostly. Okay, well, that's good. No, no, those are those are good ones to be on. So, okay, so like I said, listeners, we'll have all those that information in the show notes for you, so you can get a hold of Dallas, nice and easy. Uh, just want to thank you for spending time with us. Apologize for my voice issues and apologize for for Dallas being out on the move. I know you heard some nice little Christmas carols there in the background, so you know what time it is that we're we're recording this. Uh, but again, you know, just appreciate uh, following the podcast, share it with the people you know, so we can get uh, guests like Dallas out there to everybody. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate you all, and I look forward to speaking with you again in the next episode. Keep those shields up. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement. Inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.